0: So just before the break, we spoke about Ellen DeGeneres. She's just one example of a celebrity who's fallen victim to cancel culture. J.K. Rowling is another. Her tweets regarding the transgender community, um, essentially what happened was she retweeted an article that was discussing people who menstruate. JK Rowling took issue with the word people she felt that the story should have said women who menstruate so again she's under fire people are angry and they want JK Rowling to be cancelled so what is cancel culture why is it so prevalent now and how damaging is it for those being cancelled joining me now to discuss this is psychotherapist Stella O'Malley it's great to have you back Stella how are you good now, this is something that I've wanted to discuss on the show for a while because as somebody who's in the public sphere on radio, primetime show, people know me in this area, I have to admit I feel nervous a lot of the time about what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, am I going to offend people and have I have held back on some things because I might fall victim to cancel culture. This is a real thing that's happening at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's a very real thing and you're dead right to be worried and to hold back because... Everybody, and especially women, but everybody who is famous can fall victim to it. It's it's an an incredibly kind of powerful kind of phenomenon where ordinary people can pile on, and it's usually on Twitter, but it's on some sort of social media platform, and basically burn the witch, bring down the famous person, bring down the powerful person, and You know, it's incredibly exhilarating to feel that the masses can gather together and bring somebody down. And so I can see why it happens. But it's often done kind of mindlessly on a kind of pylon basis without much thought or consideration for the object of the the pylon. And so it's very vindictive and it becomes very funny. So it's very alluring. So People are jumping on with their funny comments. And I can see, therefore, it's another way to kind of jump on because it's funny. But bullying is often funny. And that's a real
0: issue. Oh, absolutely. By the way, uh, let's just bring you back to the point that you said that I'm famous, which I love. Uh (laughs) 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 <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, you're, you're bringing up an awful lot of points there. You know, this idea of burn the witch. You know, we really, we we saw this, uh, I suppose the most recent uh, example of this was Ellen DeGeneres. You know, the, what happened was, you know, an article from BuzzFeed. Now, I'm not going to discredit BuzzFeed, but it's not exactly, you know, the Times or something. Oh. Uh, the Guardian, you know. This is a, a, an online site. They reported the story uh, about ex-employees. We don't know why they were ex-employees. And this whole idea of Ellen be kind, nature was completely destroyed overnight. So this is the, the the most, I suppose, prevalent example of this. And still, Stella, when she came on to speak, you know, her own mind and give her side of it, she was still scrutinised and she was still kind of, you know, victim to this burn the witch mentality.
1: It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Once it gets told, it literally burns people up. They can't say anything without being absolutely eviscerated and Ellen is a good example and J.K. Rowling is another example like if you scrutinize exactly what J.K. Rowling has said you can really see god it was pretty innocuous yes then in a bid to kind of make her point clear she wrote a 3,600 word essay explaining exactly where she was coming from and it still didn't put it away. It still didn't abate. Then she released a book um, about three weeks ago under a pseudonym of a male name because back then, for various reasons, there's a lot of women who've released books under yes. a, male, a male name. But she released a book and in a 900-page book, there's one sentence that refers to how the serial killer dressed uh, in a wig and a woman's coat in the 1970s. And that was enough to get the hashtag RIP JK Rowling trending for days mm. on twitter and like, it's so all so like damaging. Rowling and as you said when they come out and say this this is really hurting me this is really upsetting me mm. it doesn't stop it no and they kind of get more glee and to kind of get more kind of, woohoo, we've got her now. We've got her
0: on the ropes. Keep going. That's yes, the general response. Absolutely. And nobody's going to read that that essay. But I have to say, well, uh, I, uh, I read it. well except you, Stella. <laughs> except you, Stella. But I have to just kind of, if people want to maybe take this point, if they do have those views about JK, what I've seen a tweet here, she says, I respect every trans person's right to live any way that feels authentic and comfortable to them. I'd march with you if you were discriminated against on the basis of being trans. At the same time, my life has been shaped by being female. I do not believe it's hateful to say so. To to say to me or to my earlier tweet regarding menstruation being a purely female experience was probably I would say, you know, maybe it was a little bit ill-advised by JK Rowling but it's definitely not warranting this I P JK Rowling. So how yeah, damaging can this be for her not,
1: You know, mentally? Yeah, can I just come back on you yeah. a little bit a, a second there yeah. because I don't think it was ill-advised for her to say that because only women menstruate. And this is a fact. And we need to be able to say our facts clearly and truthfully. And if people push back on that, but well, we need to stand up to that. Because the truth really matters. If we're going to live in a, in a world where we can't say the truth clearly, then we're going to be living in a very oppressive world that would be quite Soviet. And what she said was very clear. There, there is no issue with the fact that only women menstruate. I'm not saying all women menstruate. Mm. My mother is 86, I've no doubt she doesn't menstruate. <laughs> Lots of women don't menstruate. Yeah. But the fact is only women menstruate. And by the way, five days a, m- a month for maybe thirty, forty 40 years is really quite inconvenient. And it's stressful and it's difficult. And with it comes PMT. And pregnancy is very difficult. And postnatal depression is very difficult. And breastfeeding can be very difficult. So there's an awful lot of parts of the reproductive system of the woman that is very difficult. And it does need to be acknowledged. And women have suffered for many thousands of years because of it. And so it needs to be not written out of the the history Mm. books for fear of offending somebody random. And so, you know, the fact is she's called J.K. Rowling because she needed to change her name from Joanne Rowling, which she started with, because she, she was told, you won't get boys to buy your book because you're a girl. Mm. And, and that's why she, she She, yeah, you know, she has been really impacted by this right from the start. I wouldn't like to be called S O'Malley because I'd be told you can't be a woman in this genre, mm. and it worked. It worked. Boys did buy her book.
0: They kept, they kept the fact that she was female behind. Sorry, I lost my thread because I got very yes. excited there. No, what but I, 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 <laughs> no, I understand ex- completely where you're coming from. I mean, I think maybe when I say ill-advised, I suppose mm. it goes back to my earlier point of her being in the public domain, and maybe you know, there's a knowledge there. Like I'm saying, that you're going to offend people, and there is this real fear. I mean, I'm censoring myself as I'm talking, Stella. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you are, uh, I and
1: mean, you know that that's where we need to be very careful. George Orwell told about that George Orwell, who wrote 1984, mm. and he said self-censorship is the biggest threat to society. And this is what we, anybody who reads history would realise that. It's when we hold back and hold back and hold back, and then we realise we're actually living authentic lives. And it's very important for our psyche that we live an authentic life. And so what she did was she took her position of responsibility and, and used it responsibly. And so therefore, she said, you know, I've been, as she explained in her 3600 word essay, she explained she's been a, a very severe victim of severe domestic violence. There's clearly a, a lot that she has suffered through domestic violence. And she really felt very strongly about this issue. She felt strongly about the issue of, for example, people with um, male genitals mm-hmm. being in safe spaces for women. are very vulnerable and so she spoke about it she's used her position of responsibility and yes it's horrible that if we feel that we might offend somebody but it's more horrible that vulnerable people are left in vulnerable situations because we're afraid to say the truth we have to keep a clear grasp on the truth if we're going to be a progressive society we have to do it gently we have to do it respectfully but we still have to do it
0: Yes and that's key there the gentleness and respectfulness around this. And what about you know all the people like uh, uh the actors you know uh from Harry Potter and everything that just kind of turned against her Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson and everything they just kind of you know uh made They did
1: it so, yeah they did it so fast you could only mm. think that they were very very quick to say read the room uh this is not going to go down well you know, and they did—they absolutely disowned her so fast. And I'd say, and this is why I wrote this letter, and I'll tell you about that in a second. Yeah. But I'd say she's had a really, really isolating and difficult time since last December. You know, she sent out one tweet in last December and she's been vilified. And then she sent out another tweet maybe in May. And she was eviscerated. Then she mm-hmm. wrote her 3,600-word essay. <laughs> she was still... And next thing, her book is released and R.I.P. J.K. Rowling is trending. And all those people, where were all the famous people to say, listen, she's a philanthropist. She has given away millions. Yeah. Yeah. She's founded a charity for, for vulnerable children. She's not a villain. And so as a result of the R.I.P. J.K. Rowling um, hashtag I, and that, the fact that it was trending, I, I wrote a letter... To kind of support her and to kind of ask other people just to say, listen, online abuse is a problem and online abuse towards women is a very big problem. and we need to be careful because this is really problematic. We have seen the death of Caroline Flackett. She Mm. died by suicide. This is not a victimless crime. Jumping on famous people hurts them and hurts them very badly. And by the way, I wrote an article in Sunday Independent. Yes, which I was going to get to. Yeah,
0: yeah, go on. And Kira Kelly is
1: being piled on mercilessly Mm. and mindlessly as well. And she's another person who's been kind of targeted. And it feels very misogynistic because so many of the pylons are to do with sex, to do with her looks, to do with her general kind of femaleness. Yes. And that's so disturbing. When you look at the collection of the pylons and you just see how many references to her looks and her sex.
0: You, you, you just oh, it's astounding. Think that it's, yeah, and, it's and uh, I, I saw this myself last week because uh, I was thinking, what, what's going on? What, you, know, I saw, you know, as you do in this industry, mm. you look to see what's trending. And I thought, why is this trending and what's going on? And it is. And I really do think that this is a problem in our society because of social media. We feel that we can jump on there, say anything we want, spew out bile, and it's not going to affect people. Yeah,
1: and we think it's victimless and we think it's funny. And we think yeah. it's all part of being good, good fun. And we're standing up to the man by standing up to somebody like Kira Kelly or J.K. Rowling. And I'm like, yeah, what about J.K. Rowling and Kira Kelly? So like I said, since last December, she'd been isolated as far as I could say. All the famous people that were around her hadn't said anything mm. to stand up for her. Really vile abuse was consistently on she was trending every 10 seconds JK Rowling has been for the last 10 months and so I wrote the the letter and then loads of really famous people signed it like Ian McCune and Lionel Shriver and Tom Stoppard and Dame Jenny Murphy and Murray and so many Simon Fanshawe, so many people with OBEs and like huge awards, massive amount of people signed it. We didn't expect that. Mm. It got published in the Sunday Times two weeks ago, and now over twenty thousand people are just on. Twenty thousand people have signed it. It's online now in in solidarity with J.K. Rowling, and it's lovely to finally. It's the final, the first kind of defense of her.
0: Yes. And over
1: 20,000 people have signed it say, actually, if you read, and that's what I always ask people, people who say she hasn't been kind, I'll say, show me one sentence, Mm. one sentence, just give me evidence of one sentence of transphobia or give me one sentence of offensive
0: remark yes and you, can't, you can't find it and that's yeah, the thing you won't find it and this is the idea you know the, it's this idea of you know we're all trying people you know we're, we're judges uh, executioners and everything uh, all uh, and yeah. jury all rolled into one there's always another side to this and you can't just jump onto the bandwagon but Stella what about you know children teenagers that might be online as well you know because this can happen to, to real people as well you know where something might happen and then suddenly everybody's friends gangs up on them on, yeah. online this can be so so damaging as well for our children.
1: And that's the problem with cancel culture. It's creating a culture of bullying and it's creating a culture of kind of mean girls in the playground kind of vibe. I wrote a book about bullying called Bullyproof Kids in 2017. And so I'm very, very interested in this kind of phenomenon and how the pylons occur. And I see them regularly within my clinical setting where girls and boys come into me and they're piled on by their friends. And you know what? They're very often successful, good looking. But it's both very often there's something annoyingly good about them, and other Mm. people want to pull them down. And that's what's going on here.
0: And it's when we should be building each other up, particularly now. Uh, Stella, how can we get our hands on this letter to sign it if we want to sign oh, it? Oh, thank you very
1: much. <laughs> it's on iPetitions and it's uh, it, if you look up In Solidarity with J.K. Rowling. Oh, fantastic. It's part of the noble people who are upstanders rather than bystanders. Bystanders stand by and let it happen. That's how Nazi Germany happened. That how Stasi Germany happened. That's how so many things have happened. And upstanders stand up and are counted against bullying.
0: I love it. Stella, thank you as always for joining me on the show with such insight there into cancel culture. I'm going to try not to self-censor as much as I have <laughs> you after our chat. After a chat. <laughs> Thanks a million.